0: Welcome to the Called Forth Podcast. This is the place where we help ambitious women of faith to activate and break through the belief structures holding them back. I'm your host, Dawn Town, author of the book Hashtag More Than Done, speaker, wife, and mama for. I'm going to show you how to go from stuck to called forth while connecting to the full expression of who God has made you to be and make this season your season in your life. And your business. I believe God has called you forth from the very beginning and this is your season of awakening and activation. Hello and welcome to the called forth podcast. I'm going to start today's episode off with a story and I'm actually in the middle of the story right now, but I thought it was so apropos and that is it is a Sunday afternoon in my home And we're done with church, we're done with lunch, everybody's just kind of chilling and doing their own thing. And I'm like, okay, this would be a great time to go record the podcast episode that needs to post tomorrow. I'm a little behind if you haven't guessed already. And so I came into our office, got everything set up, up, and as I'm setting up, I hear from the garage a saw going and a hammer going. And it's because my husband is outside working on something. And I could say, okay, of all times to do this, I'm re- you're doing this when I'm recording a podcast or vice versa. I'm deciding to record a podcast when he is working outside. But it really made me laugh because so many times we set out to pursue a goal or get something done and there's always a very legitimate reason why we have to wash our hands of what we were trying to do, or we face a setback. We face resistance. There's something that comes up that makes what we're trying to do even more challenging than it already was just to sit down and make it happen. And so we have every reason in the world why we should just be like, forget it. It's not going to happen. I guess it's not meant to be because I'm trying to do it and I'm facing this resistance or this extra obstacle or extra challenge. And so... When I heard that hammer going and saw going, of course, an element of frustration rose up, but then I'm like thinking to myself, this is a perfect example of resistance, a perfect example of resistance. And so I wanted to share that on today's episode because I know for everyone listening, when you have set out to do a goal, there's been something that stood in your way, something that made it extra challenging and something that felt like a reason why you should just stop altogether. Or try it at another day. And I want you to know that regardless of what you pursue, there's going to be an element of a challenge or an obstacle. And sometimes we have it in our head. If this is what we're really meant to do, it should just flow easily. It shouldn't be as hard as it is if it's something that I'm called to and meant to do. Because sometimes we hear stories of other people about how, you know, it wasn't supposed to work out, but God opened up all these doors and it did and this happened and that happened. And I didn't even have to try and it just happened. And while those stories are really inspiring, sometimes they can also paint a picture of a totally different reality than what we face when we pursue our goals and the things that we're going after. So it's important when you are digging your heels in and you're working towards a goal and a dream and a purpose, that when you do experience these things, that it would be easy to misinterpret and say, oh, this must just be a sign that I'm not meant to pursue and do this, that we are intentional with our mindset to really reflect is this actually an obstacle meant to tell me I'm not supposed to do this? Or is this just resistance and I need to lean in here and I need to pursue and push past it? Because I, I can pretty much guarantee that whatever it is you're meant to do, it is not going to be smooth sailing 100% of the time. And so if my life, if my story right now can just be a reminder that more often than not, we need to be intentional with our mindset and press through the obstacles. Another thing that I really wanted to share is I have been absorbing so much material and content from Jamie Winship. And I believe I referenced this in last week's episode. I read his book called Living Fearlessly, and I've purchased a mini course. I don't know if you'd want to call it that, but it's kind of like a mini course from him called Becoming What You Believe. And his teaching, I would say, has been some of the most revelatory and revolutionary teaching that I have experienced in a long time. It really focuses heavy on identity, which if you grew up in the church, this isn't something that was typically discussed. A lot of what we grew up in, if you grew up in the 80s and 90s, was like hellfire and brimstone. I mean, maybe not 100% all the time. That, of course, There was teaching on Christ's love and and that, but this is really a completely different aspect or angle for communicating God, seeing God, and it's actually really powerful. It focuses a lot on exchanging false identities that we operate in for our real identity, who God calls us personally. Of course, when you think of identity, sometimes you think of, okay, I'm a child of God, but In his teaching of identity, he focuses on the fact that God has given us a specific name. And this name can change over time based on where we're at in our journey with it. So oftentimes when you ask God, what does he call you? It sometimes will be something more general. And then as you get further into the process, it gets more and more specific, meaning you might hear from God that you're a child of God or you're a warrior. As you get further into the journey, you might hear something more and more specific, like he will say... His went from warrior to, I think, manifest peacemaker or something like that. I might have that one wrong. And then the last one is Untire of Knots. And he shares so many stories that are incredibly powerful. And they're not just stories of somebody who's learned something and is teaching it. He's literally walked this out in his journey. He was a police officer for 20 years and then worked... Overseas for 26 years in war torn, combat filled, tension filled regions. And so he shares stories of how he's utilized this concept of identity and walking in identity in those specific high conflict areas. And I'm just telling you story after story, he lays out how he's utilized this process. And it's just really fascinating. So I really recommend his book, Leaving Fearlessly. And if you look up his name, even on Apple podcasts, you'll find his several interviews by him with different people. And they're just really fascinating. And so I share that with you, the called forth audience, because if you're listening to this podcast, you are somebody who pursues purpose, desires to live in your purpose. And I have found his teaching to be incredibly eye opening for myself. And so I want to share that resource with you as well. And the week that this episode will drop is Thanksgiving week. So This is a week, of course, we are thinking about the holidays, families, get-togethers, shopping, Christmas shopping, so many different emotions around the holidays. Depending on your experience with the holidays, it may be a happy time for you. It may be a stressful time for you. It may be a sad time for you, depending on the experiences you've had around this time of year. But I want to invite you to think about this time of year also as evaluating how you want the year to end. Of course, when we get around the beginning of January, we're thinking about goal setting, thinking of a word for the year that we want to lean into. We start thinking about the different areas of our life that we want to have a reset in or be stronger in in the coming year. But with it being towards the end of November, I want you to think about how you can end the year strong. Rachel Hollis, I remember when I used to follow her had a program or something where she talked about ending strong and I thought this concept was so valuable because sometimes we write off this section of the year as oh this is just a time of the year where if goals or things that we've pursued have kind of fallen to the wayside we could just pick those back up in January but I want to encourage you how can you end this year strong and the goals that you set for yourself at the beginning of the year if you pull out your old journals of what you wrote at the beginning of the year, the goals that you had, maybe the word that you chose, the family goals that you had, the marriage goals that you had, whatever that was that you set, can you revisit those goals and think about what you can cross off the list that you wanted to accomplish? And I don't want you to look at that list and be discouraged by how far you didn't get or what you didn't accomplish. I want you to think about what you did achieve, but then also think about at this portion of the year, what can I do to get a running start on 2023? Ending strong, getting a running start on 2023 and not allow this portion of the year to feel like just the dead end zone. And this is valuable because we are getting ready to go into winter and I'm from the Midwest. So it becomes a very cold season and sometimes it feels like hibernation mode. And maybe you're being called into a season of rest right now. So you have to kind of evaluate what season you're in right now. But let's say even in your season of rest, there's things that you want to revisit and continue to work on and work towards taking this time of the year where in some ways there's a slower pace, but in that slower pace, where can you direct your focus? And all of this comes from doing some reflection and deep diving with God and asking him what season of life this is for you and where he wants your focus to be. And to pull from some Jamie Winship material, two questions he always asks God is, God, what do you want me to know about this? And then once you get clear on that, then God, what what do you want me to do about this? So some of the examples I'll... I'll pull from what he has shared and I'll kind of apply them to where I feel like this ties into you as a called forth ambitious woman of faith is that when he was on the police force and he would daily come into situations where he had to make split second decisions and he had to make really hard decisions and he had to be creative and solution focused. He would say, God, what do you want me to know about this specific situation? And then what do you want me to do? When he was in these war-torn areas of conflict and he was trying to reach out to the Muslim community, he would ask God, God, what do you want me to know about this person or this situation or this problem that I'm up against? And then he would ask God, what do you want me to do? And he would get these amazing creative solutions from God. And that sounds sometimes a little bit far-fetched because if we haven't had a lot of experience in communicating with God in that way, we can be filled with a lot of doubt on how effective this kind of uh, methodology is, if you want to call it a methodology. I don't think he would call it a methodology at all because he's one that teaches that there's no formula and that oftentimes we want to wrap things up into a three-piece or a five-part formula, but that's just not how God operates. He's so much more than that, so much more than a formula. And so if you think about... The things that you want to do in your life as an ambitious woman of faith, someone who's been called forth from the very beginning, and you're unsure about the next steps to take and what you should do, I want to encourage you to ask God, God, what do you want me to know about this specific thing in my life? Let's say that you're considering going back to college. Maybe you're having a problem with one of your children or your marriage is in a challenging season right now. What I would encourage you to do is get with God, and ask him, God, what do you want me to know about this? And see what he says or gives to you in that quiet space with him as you're pursuing his heart. And then ask him that second question, God, what do you want me to do? And so I hope as you are walking into Thanksgiving this week, that yes, you focus on the thankfulness that Thanksgiving reminds us to do, being thankful and grateful. But I also hope that you're encouraged at this time of the year to be intentional with it, with your relationship with God and asking him, what does he have for you in this end of the year season? So I want to thank you for tuning in to today's episode and I want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving week. That's all we've got for this episode of the Called Forth podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in to listen. Also, make sure to link up with us at www.downtown.com. That's D-A-W-N-T-O-W-N-E dot com. And on social media. And please just share. Share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. Until next time, remember, you have been called forth.